Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people, and that's a wrap. We're at SEPC's Southern Innovations Conference in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're actually sitting outside the convention center right now. The tailgate party is happening. All the all the football games are on, Ross. Yeah, it's 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 amazing in there. I say we uh, recap the show. Now we had another member that was going to recap with us, but he had to fly out early. So we at least got to give know. a shout out to Paul. Paul wanted to be here. He always says this is an amazing show. He had a blast this year and looking forward to exposures. So shout out to Paul Manfrey. Uh, let's, let's break it down, man. What would you, uh, what'd you think? Well, it's a good show. Um, I thought the, the show floor was definitely busy to kick it off later in the uh, time frame. It uh, became a little bit easier to go and talk to vendors. There was uh, nice samples about. Got to see some new things. They had a little ice cream station throughout the show. That was kind of a nice little break. You know, you had your podcast studio there. So it was it was good. Um, I thought they kicked it off nice with the opening reception um, on Thursday, Thursday evening. Yep, Thursday night. So that was, that was really nice. Now I went well to dinner attended. Thursday night. You went to dinner as well, but then also did the, the reception. Sometimes yep. it's like you go to the reception and then you go to dinner. Or sometimes you go to dinner. And, and then, then reception. And then reception, right? So there's always a mix of people. Uh, but I thought, I thought it was a, a good opening reception. Saw yeah. a lot of people. I got there right as they opened up to it. Uh, seemed like there was a nice a lot of people coming in. The, the space is nice. You know, they got a nice little outdoor patio space. So for the tailgating that's going on now that we stepped away from, you could play some games outside. Inside, there's TVs around the room. You've yep. got tailgating True food. That. you got... Uh, chairs set up there's football games a lot of people have their families and kids here so you know it's definitely a family oriented show Um, they want to incorporate everybody and make sure that whether part you're whatever part if you're a spouse or you're in the industry you feel welcomed and included in this event that's 100 percent true now uh, the focus was on education, you know, what's next, what's happening out there in the industry. Uh, so education was key, as always. The session had many breakouts, so it's not just going up and listening for an hour, right? Sitting there having to listen to a keynote, that, that, that's a lot, right? So this session was broken up. We're going to hear from some of the attendees that uh, attended the sessions yep. and participated in the sessions, and they're going to tell you some of their takeaways, what they learned, what but uh, they actually took away from the session leading into the next general session and what they expected to see on the showroom floor. So we're going to hear from uh, those people next. And uh, there's, there's plenty of products to try. You know, that's one thing that I will say. But backing up real quick, as we look at the education session, you know, it was really focused on, you know, people and planet and, uh, you know, sustainability, a couple of the technology, technology, a couple of the things we talked about and, and it, you know, kind of stuck by me was, you know, the consumer waste. Right. And even inside the house of us, we all talked about, you know, do we eat leftovers? Do you store, you know, tomatoes in the fridge versus not? You know, um, when do you break the cold chain? When do you not break the cold chain? Like it's, it's so crazy because it's so hard when you say that word sustainability. Right to keep all aspects of it because, I mean, we went to the farmer's market today in Charlotte, right? And yeah, a lot was... of the eggplant was 
was a little overripe, if you ask me. Well, and if you look at uh, a lot of the berries and the stone fruit that was sitting out, I mean, there was bees on it, and you could tell that um, it was it was stressed. Yeah, it was and stressed. So it's, I didn't it's see hard. I didn't see strawberries that I, as a consumer, would have purchased. Now there was plenty of fruits and vegetables uh, on display from from North Carolina, and there was in that building B. They had a lot of fresh produce available. The melons, Athenas, watermelons, all yeah, looked really it nice. Did. They did. But again, it's like I saw a lot of people shopping in there versus a grocery store here too, which was which was crazy, right? So you gotta think about those farmers markets, how much people go to those farmers markets, and a lot of there was a whole building dedicated to North Carolina produce only too. Yeah. Um, a lot of floral and everything. Uh, but you know, moving through that education, it's like you're going to hear from the attendees and I want you to hear from them. So if you think about education and what to attend, I'm a big advocate for education in the industry, learning what's next, right? Not being complacent. And then moving into that, uh, the general session had a little bit of a pivot as well. Uh, that's what I heard of. I had to go down and set up the podcast booth. As if you saw, we had the, the first podcast kind of actual enclosed booth at yes. the show. That was pretty cool. It was a fun experience, you know, being able to be a part of that, participate in the podcast, and uh, get some vendors to come on over and have some good conversation. But back to your education, anytime Anne Marie is part of it, you know, oh. there's going to be great data, great conversation. Yes. And and looking at from the consumer side to the data side, you know, John Pandel is always always good at saying where where do they fit together, and then where does really. Where's the outcome from that that we can take back and apply to our industry? Uh, true that. And we're going to hear from John uh, after the break as well. Him and Pamela Remenschneider have a lot to say, which dynamic duo right there. I'll tell you that right now. Two, um, two powerhouses. Yeah, we can get them talking and get them going. It, it's, uh, it's a world of information, too. So um, podcast studio was great. I think some of the people we had in the studio, uh, we had the chairman of the board, SEPC, Tim uh, Gross, yep. um, also at, with AWG. Um, who else we had? Jose Rogerio of Freshway. Great Matthew Aronson, Aronson of uh, Verdant. Uh, Craig Field of, of RPE uh, and Tasteful Selections. Kim yep. Flores, uh, PCN, and Hillary Long uh, of Freight Farms. So yep. we're going to hear from all of them, uh, like I said, right after the break. Um, but Podcast Studio is up and running. Uh, we're, we're doing some more tests to see you know, what you want to hear, what you want to see when you come to these shows, or if you don't come to these shows, um, is it a podcast that you listen to? Is it a video cast that you listen to? And that's why we're doing this to make sure you get all the education and knowledge and audio that you need, right? So if you are, if you're traveling, if you're in the tractor, right? If you're in the office, uh, on-demand content uh, directly for the produce and supply chain industry. Now I'm gonna hit you up, like what two things did you see on the show floor that stood out to you? Or I'll go first. Oh, fine, take it. Fine. Uh, it would be those fruit punch grapes and then the fruit jerky. I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, Ren Renee, my wife's here too. Um, Renee. And my wife, Julia. She, Renee said the, the fruit punch, the jerky, the fruit jerky. The fruit jerky. Um, but I didn't try any of those that you just said. Well, yeah, I did. I did. I, the you tried the grape. grapes. I mean, that that was good by, by Seaview, the fruit punch grapes. I would say if, if, if anything was a standout, um, <laughs> Sharon at North Bay. Uh, I know you, Ross can't eat chicken. He's got a poultry allergy. But those chicken blueberry, flat, blueberry flat, 
But uh, round of applause <clears throat> to Sharon at North Bay. Listen, did you, you see those jumbo blueberries in that booth? Amazing. Oh, I wanted to grab a pack amazing. of that and just devour that, them. That's going to be the first one that I got to say that really stood out. Uh, what's another one that I could say really stood out? Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to. It's Yo hard. Caro had, you know, they had the chips and guacamole they, there. I, I mean, did, I'm not. That you, was one I did. Stop by and grab some bean dip and some uh, some of the jalapeno guacamole, which yeah. I think is hot. And they were like, "No, it's not." But the guy next to me was like, eh, "It's not that bad." Plus, they um, had the avocado cream cheese spread. Those are always good too. I didn't too. get that. I didn't get that at all. But I would say, yeah, that was. A, I'm trying to think of like innovations. If I found anything like outside too, you know what I mean. Like, what was that leading product or idea of what it was? What was new? What was out there, right? I mean, as I said, when I thought of Sharon, I was like, that, that, I've never had a, a chicken blueberry flatbread, you know what I mean? Like, like that at all, at all. So yeah. I would say that's probably the number one. And then I'm going to try something later for you. So stay tuned for that as well. I'm going to try something new, something uh, exotic something special uh the showroom floor was great it was a it was a lot busier uh we were past the 700 uh on the end and it was great we had an amazing time with all the people that stopped by the booth uh, at southern exposure we're gonna have a bigger booth we're gonna have a lot more to come in tampa florida um and again you know moving into uh tailgating um shooting clays golfing one thing i can say to you very family oriented the city of charlotte was amazing to us everyone yep and any closing thoughts before we uh let them hear from our guests i would just say you know if you're not coming to these definitely try to put it on your list of shows to come to uh there's a lot to take in between the show the education and the surrounding city you know scpc always does a good job of including and giving opportunity for those attending to be part of it and or find other things that they want to um, see. You know, it's always a nice spot where they pick so that you can do the show and also maybe find a little half hour or whatever to learn a little bit about the city that you're in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, we went to a restaurant that you found today as well, which yep. I was going to say he brought the berries. My strawberries on my French toast were amazing. That's the blueberries were as well. So the ones that we had uh, in the food service side of it was was amazing. Um, but again, I, I agree. If you can't come to the show, put it on your uh, calendar to go. And if you can't go, we'll update you. We'll keep you up to date. You're going to learn from this right after the break. Hear what the education sessions had to offer. And guess what? We'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. So let's cut the break. Discover Orchard Freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apple stays orchard fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. JGLC, the place to be, a third-generation, family-owned and operated asset-based company. Throughout their 60 years in business, integrity, reliability, and loyalty to their customers has remained their top priority. 
JGLC guarantees 24-7 communication with your personal logistics coordinator. They offer competitive pricing without sacrificing services. They operate throughout the United States and Canada. JGLC's customers count on them for dependability and dedication carried out on every order, every time. 60 years of service for all your trucking needs. Visit them at JGLC.com for your custom quote. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Hey produce people, welcome back. So we are at Southeast Produce Council's Southern Innovation Show here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've got Tim Gross with me, the chairman of the board of SEPC. Yes, welcome. sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here this weekend. Excited for this show. We've got some outstanding stuff going on. Excited for everybody to see it. Can't wait. I'm always excited for SEPC because it, it, it is more of a family show, Absolutely. right? I bring the wife. I got to see some of the kids, right? I was hanging out with Clark Roper last night and some of the kids. And I think that's what it's about is bringing the community together yeah it's networking mm -hmm. yeah we're selling we're doing it all yeah. but it's a it's a very tight-knit group I would yes. say right yes yeah and this is actually my last year as chairman of the board or my the end of my year as chairman of the board for the for the council and it has just been an outstanding journey the whole year I've been on the board for eight years now and uh, wow what a group of people you're 100% right it's really family and uh, it's just been a, it's really been a career experience for me, like a, the pinnacle yeah, type for of sure. thing. So. so we just came out of the education session. Yes, sir. Which was, uh, Anne Marie is amazing. She is She awesome. always has been. Yeah. She's got put some powerful presentations together for the group. Uh, what could we expect more? I mean, what were we looking to accomplish? So our, our What's New platform, we're in our third year of, of What's New, and it's all about innovation. And the session that we just came out of, the education session we just came out of, all of the questions we came up with. So 95% of those questions were brand new questions that have never been asked before. And they're all designed to be forward looking to give retailer, food service vendors, you know, grower, packer, shippers, all of you, everybody gets some kind of insight as to what's Something. coming down the road, what's new out there in the world. And then we convert that into our what's new theater here on, this, on the show floor. Right. We have vendors out there talking about new What's new? Yeah, I saw Carbon Robotics. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw a seed company, which I thought I have to go check that out. That was around 140 or so today, um, just about establishing new seed varieties. Some varieties of seeds you might not see on the market because guess That's what? Right. They're still in development, That's right? right? So That's a lot right. of cool things that are and happening. And as a council, we work really hard, really, really hard on our education sessions because we really want to be industry-leading, cutting-edge type of education sessions so that every member can get some value when they come to our shows. That's what it's about, right? That's what it's all about. Let's bring some value. Let's have some fun. Yep. Let's learn. We're going to hear from more of our attendees, sponsors, and exhibitors of what they thought about the education sessions this, this morning. And then... Off to the show. All right. Hey. Thank you for having me. Thank you. 
Hey, produce people. So we are back in Charlotte, North Carolina. We just left the education session with Anne-Marie Uderink, and it's all about the power of produce all the time, right? We got Craig Fields here with RP. Craig, great to have you here, man. Great to be here, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Uh, just got out of the education sessions, the What's New education sessions. Um, lots of good stuff coming out of it. Um, one of the big takeaways that I had was, was the people and planet section of it talking about where we need to go and how we need to address and, and communicate with people um, on what's going on within the industry as far as on the growing side and some other things we need to do to communicate to consumers and making sure they understand um, what we're doing on our side of things as a grower and a, and a marketer um, to make sure that they don't have misconceptions about what's really going on in our space. Yeah, for sure. I mean, sustainability was one of the things that was talked about in there. You know, our, our table was talking about one of the uh, later questions, but even about what, as consumers, we do with the produce inside of our house. Do we put it in the fridge? Do we not put it in the fridge? How do we... Um, lessen food waste, right? All of these different things. Right. There's so much going on. And I think even as a business, you know, I'd say player in the industry, right? But we're also consumers. Right. So when you look at this, there's much more to sustainability too when we're talking about it and the people, the planet, right? We've got to leave it a little bit better than we found it, right? right. But then also like, how does we as people in the food industry help create less waste and even us in our own homes, right? Right, <laughs> right. So it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean, is it a smaller pack size? Is it all these other things? And, and, and it's, a, it's a difficult question to answer, and, and we're all searching for it, making sure we do what's right for the, right for the ground, the planet, and everything else. I mean, as growers, you know, we mentioned regenerative ag. That was another thing that was brought yep, up. Yep, you're right. Brought up. Um, it's something that, that anybody that's, that's using the land and being good stewards, we're all doing that because if we're not, we're not going to be able to produce food for people. So yeah. we've got to be really aware of what's going on. Um, and and it, it's a huge thing to learn the difference in how people's understanding of different things are, right? I mean, you've got that. some people that think regenerative ag is is planting the same thing over and over and over and producing That would be the same someone thing. like me, yeah. Like, right. no, you're just doing the same right. <laughs> and, and so how do you communicate so they don't have that misconception and actually know what's going on? So um, great takeaways. Anne-Marie is, is excellent. Um, we've got a lot of cool stuff going on with the Education Committee, and it's it's it was it was a good session. I think it was well attended, and we had a lot of fun. I agree. Join the silent theater out on the showroom floor, and great. We'll see you out there, man. All right. Thanks, All right, man. Right. Hey, produce people. So we're back in Charlotte, North Carolina at SEPC Southern Innovations. We just came off the education session. I'm here with Rick Stein, who's played a big part in a lot that happens in these education and sessions. You know, Patrick, the education session that I just came from was phenomenal. Um, I really like the way they broke it up this year. You know, Anne-Marie had some great information amazing. about what's happening now. And I think the idea of allowing us to have some discussion in between our points we had some really robust discussion at our table, and so I, I love that format. And things are changing so quick. You know, what Anne Marie was presenting was really getting us to think about, you know, think differently how we're going to get volume up. Because mm -hmm. volume's hurting right now. So um, there's so many places where people can get produce, and there's so many choices of buying produce in a different form. So I just thought it was great information and a great format. Think how to think about things differently, wouldn't you say, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's figure that out, right? We already know how to think differently, but let's think how to think a little bit more differently uh, to help create and, well, I'd say create opportunity, right? And that's what I loved about the format, because uh, she gave us time amongst our table yep. to take what she had given us and think about 
you know, what can we be doing about this? And when you allow people to start piling on to those ideas, it really gets creative. So yes. there was some really cool stuff that came out of our group. Well, you start to see the uniqueness of the individuals at your table, right? Instead of just sitting across from someone and being like, I wonder what he, what's his badge say? I wonder what he does, right? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're actually able to interact, and that's one of the biggest things. I mean, heck, I mean, go back all the way to grade school, right? <laughs> yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Get in groups, right? Get in groups. And, and yeah, again, yeah. yes, we're all individuals ourselves, but I think as a community, as we're building out, right, the yeah. community and what we're looking for in the yeah. industry, these are the types of things that we need to be doing, and, having the discussions. And it was great because you had different aspects from the, uh, you know, you might have a, a retailer in the group, you might have a grower in the group or a third-party provider. So they all brought their own kind of lens onto it. So you really had kind of a 360-degree look at, the, like at the issue. What was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part was probably the, the, those little breakout Breakout sessions. groups? Yeah. I would say so, too. Well, listen, Rick, we've got the whole showroom floor behind us. Yeah. we got a day of general sessions, and then we got the showroom floor. Are you ready for it? I love this. I love the SEPC events. It's a great opportunity to talk to people. You get to see so many folks here in the business and, and get a great understanding. So I'm looking forward to this afternoon walking the floor. We'll see you out there. All right, great. Thanks, Rick. Hi, I'm Kim Flores, and I'm here at SEPC Southern Innovations with my great friend here, Hillary Long with Fry Farms. We're trying to stay focused, even though there's a forklift and some very <laughs> special curtains behind us. We said we could be in a circus, but we're not. We're at SEPC Southern Innovations in Charlotte. But we did just do some circus music. We did. The big top. Right. Gosh, how long have we known each other? Oh my gosh. Class 20, we were class 20 leadership fellows, which was what, 2000, see the year I got married. So 14. Like 14, I think. Oh, we have 10 oh, years coming up. We've been having a fun time ever since, right? Absolutely. I mean, of course, it's always fun in the produce business, yes. isn't it? It's always an adventure and sometimes a circus, right? Yes, it's a yes. good theme. Yeah. David, David, yeah. Could, be, could be a future theme, the circus. That's the right. The circus and produce. I love it. That's right. So we just got done with the What's New session, which mm -hmm. I thought was pretty cool. What do you think? I loved it probably more than previous years because it was interactive. So yeah, was Kristen great. came up with this awesome concept um, of touching on each topic, which was convenience, technology, health and well-being, value, value, which we all know mm -hmm. is a huge focus of huge. our industry right now. Right. And what am I missing? People and planet. People and planet. But yeah. between each topic, our groups talked about everything, our yes. tables. We were able to um, Thought leader, new to the industry, um, all different walks of life and industries. It was fantastic. It was great. I loved it. it was great to have content from from all the different sectors, from the you know grower shipper sector, mm -hmm. you know the growing supply side to the retail, right? Um, marketing <laughs> standpoint, um, just having all that valuable input is you mm -hmm. know is very insightful. So. One of the things I feel like I have to say on this podcast that was from a retailer that we will remain, it will remain unnamed, I should say, but an incredible idea for those out there that aren't doing this is how do we get the message about produce being healthy, which should be obvious, but isn't out. There's a retailer putting this on receipts. Did you hear about that? Yes, that was really oh, just brilliant. So, so brilliant. When, when value is a huge topic in the industry, we know prices in 2019 were better than they are now, but how do you then at the bottom line, at the end of that receipt, share why produce should be your choice? And they're getting points for it. They are, yeah. And then also score what your score is. So depending on what your purchases were, 
you love know, it. Yeah, brilliant. Shows, yeah. So everybody should go do that. Yeah, I thought that was really brilliant. Immediately. Yes. And thank you, unnamed retailer. Yes. For sharing that. <laughs> Great people, idea. People oftentimes they don't want to share these things because it's competitive information. But mm -hmm. kudos. And I think one of the big takeaways was it's just. Education is so important. How do we educate consumers on all the things? You know, mm -hmm. what does health and wellness be mean for each commodity? You know, right. how does that benefit your your body? You know, what are the things that uh, from eating, consuming fresh produce? How can that make you healthier? Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Patrick, for having us and also telling us how lovely we smelled. Oh, he I... taught me a new word today. <laughs> what was it? Smell a vision. Love it. Bada boom. <laughs> That's great. But I won't take my shoe off. <laughs> Let me see those Chuck Taylors. He wanted me to maybe like. <laughs> yeah, that smells good too. She smells amazing. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Right, Pat, we're here, and this is the moment for you to try your first mango steam. Uh, I'm a little scared. Am I allowed to be a little scared? Hey, I mean, you know, it's, it's like it's hard on the outside. They already cut it for me. Yes. And. It doesn't smell like, like, oh, wow. like no. it doesn't smell like fruity or like exotic. Like, what but is the it? explosion is, is going to be in your mouth, my oh. friend. Don't, don't you worry about it. <laughs> and I just go at ways. So yes. what am I looking at here, so, though, if, we, if we're actually kind of... Oh, this like, is perfect. So the outer rim, okay. uh, you don't need it because it's very tart. This. But yes, no, the outer rim. This rim right here, yes. you do not eat. You do not. Don't eat it. Yes, but the pulp, you eat it. <laughs> There's a seed. Read it. Now, the seed is edible as well, and it tastes like an almond. It tastes like, okay, so this is it, right? Yeah, this whoa, it? it's like a marshmallow. Yes. Okay, and it looks like I got some of the seed in there. That's okay. It's there, brother. You're good. Just go for it. Just go for it. <laughs> One, go. two, three, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yes. Okay. Super sweet. Now, describe. Super sweet. Um, Man. Citrusy notes. Got a little bit of tropical notes in here. Yes. Almost like. I know it sounds weird, but even the head, I got like a banana flavor. A there you too. go. Oh, yes, man. indeed. It's got a little you're, bit of banana flavor. You're describing it perfectly. It does have that banana taste, which it does. with the citrus is just a, a mind-blowing thing. It's and, and then there's the whole seed, right? Yes. And, and then you said that it was crunchy the first time. You're yes, fine. you're fine. All right, listen, I'm going to do one more. Yeah. Here it is, mangosteen. Mm. Hey, we're in Charlotte. We just finished the Southeast Produce Council's, uh, you know, education, the center. education session. And it was such a jam-packed session that, uh, John, you didn't have any, um, any opportunity to heckle. No questions. No questions. So no. if you had had a chance to ask a question, what would you have asked? Egads, what would I ask? But, but, but we did. We did have answered the question. Now, one of the beauties is a lot of times you go to a long presentation and then it's questions at the end. Right. And the questions may have come from early in the session and you forgot about it by the time you got to the end. That didn't happen today. Right. Because we stopped, uh, was it about five times? Yeah. Probably about every 15 minutes we says, okay, let's discuss what we've discussed so far. Yeah. And then the next chapter. Yeah. And then the next area. So, I mean, I, I, I really like that, that. Yeah, I like that format. I thought it was successful. And it also kept us on track to, even though we kept dipping into the next, you know, technology. Oh, well, let's talk about QR codes, but technology isn't until next. Um, so I, what, what would you have asked? What, what kind of stuck out to you? I have a few things that stuck out to me. But what stuck out to you? If you could have asked a question, what would you have said? I, I think uh, if, if I would have made a question or a comment, it would have been on, um, oh, uh, 
on the interviews where they ask the people about like regenerative agriculture mm -hmm. and those types of things, and I and I'm. You know, I'm I'm big on the term uh, the tyranny of the clueless. I mean, we saw some responses from the public of, of you know, folks who uh, who thought they knew who really had no clue. The guy who thought and it yeah, was meant uh, 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 Yeah, and and I and I think you know a lot of consumer research we see where we ask people thing, uh, we take it or we 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 get it, and we have to we have to take it with a grain of salt. That we need to be thoughtful. I think one of the beauties of of Anne Marie is Anne Marie sees the numbers. Yeah. I mean, she swims in numbers all the time, so she sees the do, and then she interviews these uh, these these consumers, and and you get the say, and you contrast and compare. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the contrast and compare, you say you can't make this stuff up. Right. Yeah. Some of it makes absolutely no sense so whatsoever. Sense. So, so to see the two together, where the guy is saying, um, "I don't know about regenerative agriculture," it's kind of scary because isn't that like where they take an animal and make it into meat, um, and like in a lab? God. And it's like, no, that's that has absolutely well, like I forehead mean, smack the, moment. The, kind of the, the, uh, the, the the question of the ages, you know, <laughs> between the say and the do. I mean, everyone's, oh yeah, I want healthy. Okay, well, produce is healthy. So why is why is produce so far down versus a lot of these uh, manufactured goods? And I mean, I think, uh, you know, she was, she was great in pointing out that a lot of times the claims get shanghaied by uh, 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 the supplement people or the uh, processed people, the mushroom, um, the mushroom powdered powder product she mentioned. That list every single thing that, you know, this one gives you immunity and this one gives you immortal, immor immortality or something right. like this that. Right, this is the fountain of youth, man. I mean, and, <laughs> and, they, and they can do that because it's a supplement and they're not, you know, we no can't one, do that in produce, Yeah, there's not obviously. some fed that's going to bust their chops because that on, but if we try to put that on, it's like, no way. I liked the slide that she had where they're talking about where consumers are willing to splurge like the specific categories, the reasons why you're ready to splurge on something, because uh, only 14% of people said that they, they're sticking to their budget, I'm not going to budge on anything, I have to spend this amount of money. But then certain percentage of people said, if I'm treating myself, the treat yourself moment, right? Or um, if I'm celebrating someone else. And I think that that's a really good opportunity for produce to be like, hey, this is a celebration. How many different holidays can we squeeze into here? We got National Guacamole Day. Uh, we, we've got National Ice Cream Sunday Day or whatever. Um, and so we need to have those moments for people to, to mm -hmm spend a little more money. I think the, the, the other thing talked about the, uh, the amount of visits to supermarkets, the, um, all of the, uh, the COVID projections that uh, the supermarket is dead, it's the new blockbuster video. No, the uh, wow. buying food at the store is alive and well. It's, it's, uh, Although it's not... they may buy less per trip, yeah. but they're going more often. So is there, that, and that is more opportunities to take a bite out of somebody, like to, to impulse. I, I think probably one of the most interesting discussions, and in this was the uh, the impact of food waste on purchases. People are 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 purchasing less because they don't want to throw away as much. Right. And I and that you know is that um, okay? If you know what, if people are buying less and throwing away less, is that a bad thing? Well, for my sales, no. But for you know overall society, perhaps yes. Uh, 
I mean, there was there was so much on there, and I'm glad that they're posting the whole session as a YouTube video, so you can check that out. Um, because we can't, we don't. They're not giving us enough time here to talk about all of it. Enough but. time? Could, do you have enough flair on there? I mean, I only I, have four or five on my badge, but well, you uh, know, I have. I mean, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> I have so much flair, and there's there's room for more. I mean, I'm just gonna have to get more lanyards. That. <laughs> you sold your lanyards at your garage sale. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> yes, you need a wider lanyard to accommodate the wider yes. Blair. New trend, yeah. wide lanyards. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you ready, ready to go up to lunch session? Let's, let's go. Let's go. Hey, produce people. So we're here in Charlotte, North Carolina, Southeast Produce Council, Southern Innovations Conference. So I'm here with Matt Aronson of uh, Verdant. And uh, listen, we're going to talk a little bit about the education session. Yeah. We're talk- we just we just pulled you off the floor over there. That's right. Seems like the floor is going pretty I've well. I've been getting my steps in. My only problem is I forgot my smartwatch today. So I got no You're credit no, no idea. for any of those steps, which oh. is a bummer. But oh. I probably ruined my dinner. It's okay. I ate a lot of cucumbers and tomatoes out on the floor. But it's all right, though. It's been Good. Those are good snacks. That's right. Those Healthy. are those are snackable items that you can take everywhere, right? That's right. My wife's with me, and you know, my wife's uh, on this new diet of really half or three fourths of her plate needs to be fruits or vegetables, okay. right? So she's like, "What am I going to do with this show? What am I going to walk around?" I go, "Go walk around and find." Half your plate. That's right. Every single day of the week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's what we do. There's some good stuff out there. I mean, especially the show with innovation there, like all the the booths, all the growers represented across commodities. It is like, what's new? What is that new variety? That True. new item? And I mean, it not just like looks and tastes great, but the packaging around it. So I mean, it's on full display out there. Yeah. So what did you think of the education session uh, this morning? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was good. I mean, it's one of those things in a show like this. You know, you're coming off the night before, and you're always wondering what's the attendance going to be like the at morning after education session <laughs> so it's like you know that's in the back of your mind uh but i, I gotta say i was pretty I, I was it was great to see the crowd that was out um yeah. and it makes me think about going back to last year how you know we kind of had to pivot and innovate a little bit um plans change and so what kind of organically happened last year was just some breakout table conversations yeah I around some big topics and i think we got pretty great feedback on uh, people like that. They wanted more. And so what was cool for me, one of the things this year, identified some like a handful of really key topics that are probably front of mind for a lot of people, a lot of leaders in this industry. Okay. Value, convenience, health yes. and well-being. 100%. Uh, planet and people and, and technology. And so kind of framing it that way. But then instead of just the like, you know, going in cold early in the morning, like seeding the conversation with exactly I get it with real data, you know, what's new, that data um, surveying a couple thousand consumers across the country. And so you get the data piece and then you dive in with a small group. So um, I think it challenged some of maybe my preconceived notions, especially when you kind of break it down by different generations, how things are oh, trending. 100%. Um, so anyways, it was, it was a great way to kick up the day. That was talked about a lot, the generations. It's always talked about. Anne-Marie does yeah. a great job talking about how the generations look at things. As a millennial myself, I always laugh because when I hear Boomer or Gen X, yeah. right? And then even Gen Z because Gen Z is such on the line, right? And I hear some of these uh, pre-conceived uh, stereotypes, right. right? But but it's crazy because some of these stereotypes turned into habits, right? Sure. Which learn that turn into research, yep. which turn into actually buying patterns. These are the like future that, shoppers, right? And it's, right. it's so true. And I tell everybody, I said the alpha generation is who we really got to start looking at, which is the kids younger, right? Your okay. ten-year-olds. I'm going home this weekend. My son's two-year right? birthday party. That's that's the next wave. But think about yeah. it. 
are you buying what you want to buy for that kid or is your child going into the store with you picking out something for them the child's mind is already telling the parent what to purchase right mm, so yeah. the biggest buying power oh, wow. in the eyes of a millennial a gen x or a boomer is actually the child that's a great point. So you got to think about starting. it, right? It's already starting, yeah. So you already got to look at some of the analytics and data and the tech that we're putting into this on how do we analyze it, right, moving forward, how to bring this. And that's why we're here at Southern Innovations, right? right? We're bringing it all together, and we'll see you soon at several of the next shows, right, especially at Southern Exposure Come right. Tampa next year. See you in March. We'll see you then. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.